Welcome to the Fervently Seeking Joy podcast. You know, life has many ups and downs, and sometimes it is ridiculously hard. But the one thing I've learned is that joy is always a choice. What if we made the decision to choose joy every day? How would our lives change? How would the view of our circumstances change? In this podcast, we will talk about what it means to passionately and intentionally seek joy through the messiness of life with God as our guide. I'm your host, Mary Stillen, Jesus follower, joy seeker, blogger, mom, and wife extraordinaire. I'm here to share my journey to joy and to join you alongside yours. Let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode five. Um, Today's episode, we're going to be talking about mental health and the importance in asking for help. But before I dig into that, um, I wanted to share two exciting things with you. One, I finally got it together and wrote another blog post. Um, So, and it is on today's topic. Um, And so if you want to go head over to the blog um, to check that out today, that would be awesome. Um, So this episode is just going to be some further thoughts on that topic. My second exciting thing is I just recorded another episode that will air next week um, where I got to interview a fellow joy seeker and she happens to be my sister and her story is so powerful and uplifting um, that I promise you guys will not be disappointed. Um, It runs longer than my usual episodes go, but I'm telling you every minute is worth it. So please make sure you tune in and listen to the whole thing. There's some really, really, really powerful stuff in there. Um, Her story is pretty inspiring. So I'm very excited that that will be coming out next week, which is just in time for Mother's Day. So uh, with that in mind, let's dig into today's topic. And I wanted to share, um, I'm not going to read the blog post. You can uh, go ahead and check that out. Um, But I wanted to share the scripture that I felt was really uh, prevalent with this topic today. It is Romans 12, 4 through 5. Just as our bodies have many parts and each part has a special function, So it is with Christ's body. We are many parts of one body and we all belong to each other. So I think, I don't know, I just really felt convicted about this today. Um, And I just feel like, because this is something that I kind of had to come to terms with too, um, you know, over the years, that It is okay to not be okay. I feel like, you know, we are kind of expected, whether it's by the world, society, whatever you want to call it, to just be like, okay, well, if you want to change your circumstances, be positive. And I know I talked about mindset shifts in uh, last week's episode, which there is a lot of help to that. But that does not mean 
We need to just put a positive spin on everything and gloss over our problems and pretend like they don't exist. Um, We need to actually be able to recognize them and to work through them. When I first started my walk with God and I was really learning about scripture and just who God is and all of that, um, the topic of therapy or medication or whatever, and this was years ago, but it had come up in conversation. Um, a long time ago, I had taken medication, um, to kind of get me through a hump. Uh, I was a teenager and you know, there's all that fun teenage angst, but, um, I was on medication for a little while and often on through my childhood, I saw therapists and things like that. Um, when I became an adult, I took myself off of medication and, um, I stopped going to therapy, but, and I don't feel like I need the medication today, but I've always kind of left that as an option. Like if I ever feel like I just can't cope or maybe the doctor tells me that I actually have a chemical imbalance in my brain or something like that, then I'll consider it again. But so it's never off the table. It's a last resort for me because that's just the place that I'm at, but I've never taken it completely off the table. Um, but there for a while I had a really, I was kind of ashamed that, that there was a period of my life where I had to take medicine and I was ashamed that I had to go see a therapist and I felt like I was weak. Um, so when I was fully on my own, I didn't go to therapy anymore, but I was still struggling with some of these feelings from the past and old, you know, bad patterns and all this other stuff. So coming to start to get to know God Um, And going back to what I was saying earlier about the topic of um, therapy and medicine and all that kind of came up, it was said, and I was told, to, um, you know, to let Jesus be your counselor. Let him be your antidepressant. When you accept him into your heart, then um, your old self has completely fallen away and all the bad stuff with it has completely fallen away. Well, being a newbie to all this, I believed it. And, you know, I would talk to God. I would journal. I would pray. I would, you know, whatever. And I would try to look up scripture and try to understand it. But I'm trying to read it on my own and I wasn't getting it and it wasn't making sense. I'm getting frustrated. But then when I would pray to God and say, oh, I'm so, I feel so angry all the time or, you know, whatever I was struggling with. I felt like I wasn't getting any answer. I still felt that yuck in my heart. And I still had these bad patterns um, that I kept doing. And I still still felt like the same person, even though I had God in my life now. So I started thinking, like, what's wrong with me? Am I not enough? Am, Am I not worthy enough to be healed, God? Like, it was all made to sound so easy that I can just say, nope, there's no place for anxiety here. Nope, there's no place for depression here. And that I would be healed. But that just wasn't the case for me. And, you know, it's still things I struggle with today. But 
I just felt like I was passed over. And I feel like there's such a dangerous thing to say to somebody who maybe has a history of struggling with depression, anxiety, or, you know, whatever. Such a dangerous thing to say is, hey, give it to God and you'll be perfectly okay. All that old stuff is going to fall away and you don't need anything else because Jesus should be all that you need. Then it also kind of makes you feel like a crappy Christian, right? If, if you're like, oh no, Jesus, I don't feel like you're enough, you know? Even there's this like, just tailspin of messed up thoughts that you start thinking. But it's dangerous for, you know, someone to be told that, that really does need additional support. So, and I say that because, you know, what if, God forbid, you know, what if someone just like, I'm doing all these things I was told to do and it's still not okay and they end up hurting themselves or they just can't take it anymore and, um, you know, it just, things don't end up the way that God had intended. So the point of all of this is to say that it's okay to ask for help because like the scripture says at the beginning of this episode, we are all connected. We belong to each other. We are all part of the body of Christ. And God has given people special gifts gifts of healing, which we've got doctors and therapists and, you know, brilliant people that have come up with medications, you know, um, and all that to help heal our bodies. But, um, it is up to us to ask for that help and we're not weak. We're not bad. We're not forsaking God. If we look to earth to help us. Why? Because God has placed people here to help us. So we can all be a functioning part of the body, the body of Christ. There is no shame in asking for help. There's no shame in taking medication if you need it. You're not bad. You are not wrong, and there is nothing wrong with you. When I kind of got over this, oh my gosh, am I not good enough? How bad am I? Because I'm thinking Jesus isn't good enough now. When I got over that and I had a couple friends speak to me and like, no, if you need this, if you really feel like you are needing to speak to somebody, and you need to speak to somebody and there's nothing wrong with that. So, you know, of course I, I still prayed. I had, didn't forsake God in that. Forsaking God in the asking for help part is by just going off and doing your own thing. And yes, getting the help that you need here on earth. But then not including him in your life going forward. That would be what I would consider forsaking him, right? Not actually getting help, but still talking to him and still learning about him and 
actually doing this with him. So when I got over all that in my head, then I, um, you know, I prayed about it and I was like, God, I really need some help. You know, like, what, where do I go? What do I do? Well, not too long after I asked that, um, my neighbor at the time had told me about a therapist that she was seeing and who was currently taking new clients. And I was like, okay. And she was pretty close to home. So I'm like, yeah, it'll only be like a five minute drive. Not even actually. So I'm like, cool. You know, I'll see if she's taking um, any new clients. And I ended up scheduling an appointment with her and, um, I can't remember how long it was, but I ended up, um, you know, a few weeks later, ended up going and having my first appointment with her. And it was, you know, getting all the history and background and all that stuff. And at the end, she told me, you know, because she doesn't have this advertised on her website or didn't then. Um, she told me, you know, I am um, you know, a Christian counselor, but she kind of goes either way, whatever her clients are comfortable with. Like she doesn't push her faith on you. If, you know, if you're not a Christian or, you know, you don't live that lifestyle. Um, but if she, if you ask, or if she knows that, um, you know, you are a Christian or whatever, then she offers that side of it um, into your sessions if that's what you want so she had mentioned like hey I noticed you talked about God a lot in our session and obviously I can tell that you're a Christian so I just wanted to let you know that I am actually a Christian counselor too so if, if that's how you'd like our sessions to go and you know we can end in prayer if you like and and all that, and just know that I, um, I'm a Christian as well. So we have the same uh, beliefs and values and all of that. I immediately started crying, <laughs> and I had these chills, and it was just so amazing because that was proof that God sent her in my path to help me. And that's what he does. We are all his children. And he puts people in our path to help us on our healing journey. And there is absolutely nothing wrong with that. We are all here to lift each other up, love each other up, and to strengthen each other. We need to be as strong as we can be to do all the good works that God has in store for us. And I can't tell you where I would be without my counselor. I still see her. Even on days where I feel like I'm good. First of all, never ever think you've arrived. Because <laughs> we're all a work in progress all the time. But even when I think like, oh, I'm good. Maybe I don't need a therapist anymore. You know, I, I maybe meet with her now once or twice a month rather than every week, like I did in the very beginning, but that helps. She still helps me. 
I can kind of like brain dump on her and she can see a different perspective and it's good for me. It helps keep me in like maintenance mode. And I'm not ashamed about it. So just know that it is all okay. We are all in this together and we are here to love and support each other. It doesn't matter what, you know, someone else tells you, if someone else tells you otherwise, like, hey, no, you should be able to cast out that, that fear, cast out that anxiety in the name of Jesus and you will be fine. If you don't feel it in your heart, if you feel like, hey, I need something more, then ask God, like, hey, where do I go? What do I do? Who should I see? And keep your eyes open. Because if we don't, then we're going to miss who he's placing in our life. We're going to miss those opportunities for healing. And we're going to miss those opportunities or those people that are trying to be his hands and feet that he has sent our way to help us. We're going to miss it. And we're going to be miserable. We do this life with God. And so that means he gives us the inspired action. We actually have to go out and act on it. Do not think that you are alone. There are support groups and there are just people, everyday people waiting around any corner to just be like, hey, you never know when someone's going to be like, hey, I've been there too. Hey, I heard what you said over here and I'm really sorry you're going through that, but I've been there too. Would you like to talk about it? If we're closed off to that, or maybe it's not even shame in asking for help. Maybe it's pride. Whatever the case may be, or fear, or whatever, whatever the case may be, we cannot close ourselves off to the opportunity for help. It is just a recipe for disaster, and it's a way for the enemy to kind of sneak in and fill your head with lies. And we don't want him to win, right? Sometimes on our journey to joy, we have to get up to our elbows in the muck. We have to sift and sort through it to be able to clear the path. that's going to lead us to joy and health and wholeness and happiness. It is your choice to ask for help, whether you do or you don't. And when you do, it's your choice to do the hard work that doesn't feel good at that time. But all of that, it's kind of like gardening, to get the soil ready you know, you've got to get the weeds out and you have to till the soil so 
So you've got to like turn, you know, churn the dirt and all that good stuff. Then you got to dig some holes, right? Before you can plant the seed. You have to dig some holes, get dirty, the grit under your fingernails before you can plant the seed, before you can then even water it and watch it grow. So by doing that dirty work, that hard work of healing that does not feel good sometimes, you have to pull the weeds, (laughs) get that soil ready, dig some deep holes before you can plant the seed and, and watch yourself grow. And all of that's okay because it's all going to produce the most beautiful life you can have and you can ask for. Because when you're doing that in tandem with God, he's not going to let you fail. No matter what that circumstance looks like, the loss of a loved one, maybe you were just born with a hormonal imbalance, or uh, not hormonal, chemical imbalance in your brain. So maybe, you know, you process things a little bit differently emotionally. Whatever the case may be, there's things there that we have to accept and that we have to work through to be able to get on the other side of that to experience and cultivate joy. And I promise you it will. If you wait around in the muck and you do that hard work of clearing it out and figuring out how to cope, um, who to talk to, and yes, absolutely praying and reading your Bible and meditating on those scriptures and seeking God for counsel in that way, He will definitely place people in your path that are going to help you on your journey to joy. You can trust that. You can count on it. So if you are struggling at all, please don't be afraid to ask for help. You are not bad. It is not wrong. And it is the best thing that you can do for you and your relationship with God because it will continue to flourish and you will continue to see, if not start, at least start seeing the joy bloom in your life when you take those steps. So with that, I'm going to leave it there. And just kind of let you kind of sit with that for those of you that need it. And just know I'm right there with you. But I thank you for listening. And um, I just really hope that this spoke to somebody. I feel like it was just something that needed to be said. You could always message me over on Instagram if you want to have a you know, a little bit deeper conversation about it. I am not 
a uh, licensed therapist, I will tell you that. <laughs> but um, I will listen. Or if there's any thoughts you have on the topic. And if not me, then somebody. Make sure you're talking to somebody. So, until next time, I hope you guys have a blessed week. And I hope that you get in there, you do the hard work to then find joy blooming on the other side. I'll talk to you guys later. Love you guys. Guess what? You can catch the Fervently Seeking Joy podcast on Anchor, Spotify, and iTunes. Make sure you follow so you can keep up to date with all the latest podcast episodes. I'd also love it if you took a minute to rate and review so I can hear what y'all think. If you'd like to stay connected, you can also follow me on Instagram at fervently underscore seeking underscore joy. And as always, stay up to date with the blog by going to ferventlyseekingjoy.wordpress.com. Go ahead, share it with your family and friends. But I gotta warn you, joy seeking can be contagious. Thank you.